Now we're definitely recording. It's <laughs> not that funny. Uh, 20 minutes into recording, you're like, wait a minute. It was only like 10, but it was still 10 decent minutes. Here it goes. <laughs> kind of weird with the different tune it's mainly because man this is my jam when this song when super first came back and this tune came out i was like yo this song kicks ass yeah but at the first after the first playthrough i'm hitting skip <laughs> no no i'll fucking listen to it every time not me but the no. thing is the second the second theme song for super even though this one is fucking phenomenal the second one is just so fucking good. Mm. Like, it's probably one of the best Dragon Ball opening songs ever. Like, I get it. People are always going to say Chala, Hedgehala is number one Chala. just because 20 fucking years, 25 years of nostalgia. I totally get that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Limit Break Survivor and Don Don Kokoro, those two are like fucking. Don Don Don's been my favorite song since like 1998. And I don't mean favorite Dragon Ball song, I mean song. Just song. Just in general. Of all the songs that I've ever heard in my life. I know. That's a problem. I know. It is. Welcome in. Dragon Ball Super Dope. Or do we call it Super Dub? <laughs> Dragon Ball Super Dub. Dub, 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 dub. We are doing, doing the dubs, 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 dubs. <laughs> Still doing the old song. <laughs> Welcome in to Dragon Ball Super Dope. My name is Kyle. Vaping Mike Norm in the house. Hey, Woo! And then we got Carlton. Thanks. But he you got a microphone. Vi he gets viping, vaping. Vaping. What do you want? I curl. Furry fuck Carl. Whoa! Furry fuck Carl. Furry fuck. Furry fuck Carl. FFC. FFC. That was that nickname was way too easy. You know what that means? Those are the ones that stick. Crap. God damn. We got him a microphone this week. So I told myself I was gonna take a week off. Um. After 131 last weekend, um, but I just couldn't do it, man. There's too many good things going on in the dub in the last couple of weeks, especially. So, quick bonus, I'm gonna do two quick episodes for you tonight. So, we just watched episode 56, rematch with Goku Black, enter Super Saiyan Rose. Obviously, the reason I want to watch that is because it's the first appearance of Rose in the dubs. And if you follow the internet, Twitter, Dragon Ball fandom in general, been a lot of discussion as to what the fuck the Goku's black Rose, Super Saiyan Rose voice is going to sound like. One of the earlier video games has a bit of a British twang on it, and we're all just like, what the fuck's that about? Goku Black ain't British, but he goes Super Saiyan Rose and he's British? That's weird, Shemmel. So everybody wanted to uh, tune in and see exactly how it sounded with um, an actual script as opposed to like the quick little one-liners that they do in the video games. So I just went back, uh, made these guys watch 55, and it's a cool episode. Uh, I think it's pretty fortunate timing uh, in terms of when we're picking up with the dubs because now that we've wrapped Super, at least for the time being, through the first 131 episodes... I think it's pretty safe for me to say 
Tournament of Power arc was cool, but I think the Trunks arc is like the arc for Dragon Ball Super for me. I think it's the best one. Again, we the, the people who have watched the subs, like you know how it ends, and it's kind of a fuck show. I wonder if the dubs will give them an opportunity, at least here in America, to work the script in a way where the story makes a little bit more sense. But I, we're already jumping too far down the road in terms of the arc and, and how it wraps. We're jumping right into the middle, literally the middle of the arc. So 56 today is the rematch. And uh, basically they go back to the future. Trunks, Vegeta, and Goku have that second time machine from Bulma. Uh, they after Goku Black had destroyed the the one that he had initially. That's how he gets back to the future. So they go back. They go and see my. Uh, well, first you see the Vegeta. You see Vegeta has a really mean fucking face, and that he scares a bunch of sh soldiers. <laughs> Goku Black uh, and Goku obviously have the same fucking face. So uh, all these soldiers think that Goku is black. I always feel weird saying a sentence like that. <laughs> no. Does that make me racist? Oh, I hear it. No. No, can't you okay. see? He's not black. Like, you can't just go around calling people not black. <laughs> That's weird. But it's pretty quickly discerned that, you know, these are obviously reinforcements that Trunks has brought back from the past. Trunks asked the question Yo, how the fuck do y'all motherfuckers know I was going to the past? Huh? Who told you? Only me, my mom, and my girlfriend know about that. My very old girlfriend. And he's all dead. No, they're I not thought dead. you were dead. Wait, was Bulma dead? Oh, yeah. Bulma's dead. Future Bulma's dead at this point, I believe, mm. which is bumming. But he thinks that Mai is dead at this point. And then soldiers are like, man, who do you think? Your lady friend told us about it. And he's like, oh, shit, she alive? And then he like, runs down to the subway station. He's like, what's up? And they have a nice emotional reunion. Uh, lots of weird tears, hand-holding. I mean, if Trunks got that emotional and, like, grabbed Mai's hands all close and was like, oh, man, I like, Super Saiyan strength just, like, crushes her hands and his hands. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's got to be impossible to have super fucking strength and be in a relationship with a normal human, right? I don't need any kind of expertise from you, Carlton, but <laughs> let's just say in the hypothetical sense, okay? Yeah, Lenny strength. Yeah, for real, but, like... Even it's more like, so. Super Saiyan su Lenny like Strength. Superman and Lois Lane. How does that work? <laughs> Brody Bruce said it best. If you blew a load, it would go like, it would blow through a shotgun right through her back. <laughs> God forbid Lois gets a tan. The kid could kick right through her womb. <laughs> so they quickly uh, do the reunion. And I think uh, I think it's worth mentioning that, you know, not only do you see all these refugees, you see this this quick shot of Trunks. I, I think Trunks is my favorite Dragon Ball character. Uh, obviously, everybody thinks I'm a fucking Vegeta nut. And I am. I love Vegeta. But I think Trunks is my favorite character. It's kind of tough for me to listen to him in the dubs. Not only am I transitioning back from the Japanese voices after a long stretch of time, but even in Dragon Ball Z, his then this is nothing against the voice actor, but I feel like the character is a little bit dopier in the dub and the script translations than he is in the Japanese one. The Japanese one, he's more of a leader, and he's definitely a leader here too, but in the Japanese one, he's not as dopey as he is, I think, just like super fucking sensitive, like borderline whiny at times. Kind of childish, I guess. Yeah, and I get that, because I'm whiny and sensitive as fuck. I have a whole podcast where I yell about a goddamn cartoon for 45 minutes in a fucking time. I get it. Give me a fucking sword, dude. I'm in there. I'm fucking in there. Hey! So, it's cool to see Trunks come back and like, you know, bring some levity with the kids, 
and uh, make some goofy ass faces at them. Hey, everything's fine. Your fucking hero boy's back. You know what I mean? Um, Vegeta has a very nice moment. Again, I've said it a bunch over the course of the Tournament of Power. I think Dragon Ball Super is quote unquote Vegeta's series. And by that, I mean the you writers. Well, yeah, we'll get to that line in a sec. But the writers gone so far as to giving him so many nice character development moments just to say, hey, this ain't the same old uh, genocidal space warrior maniac who's about to blow up your planet anymore. He he brought you guys a capsule full of a feast. And then he says that his wife brought it or his wife did it for him. And I'm sure she prepared it. But, you know, Vegeta was probably like, yeah, good idea. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a very nice moment. You get the fucking Yajirobe reuniting. Uh, you get Yajirobe reuniting with Goku real quick. How the hell did you survive? Apparently, the androids didn't kill Yajirobe in the future. Korin sacrificed himself, gave him the last sense. You mean kind of makes me mad to know. That that fucking cat <laughs> and all of his um, usefulness on the planet Earth with the ability to make sense of beans gave up his life for that fat fuck. That handball motherfucker. <laughs> that dude, they even say it. He doesn't fucking fight. He just shows up when, when food comes by. <laughs> he just has a nose for it or Get whatever. some snacks. Perhaps a carbonated soda. God damn it, Carlson. <laughs> um, the only other thing that I really took away from Trunks and Mai and, and that whole reunion back in the subway before they go off to go fight Goku Black is Mai is one tough bitch. She has got literally zero business being involved in defending the world or what's left with left of the world, of the people in the world. Against Goku Black while Trunks is in the past recruiting some people. She's the one who's taking care of business. That bitch has got a fucking army platoon and yeah. a bunch of shotguns and a bazooka. How they're still alive. I don't get it either. <laughs> they're like hiding out in train tunnels and shit. But like, regardless, she's like, no, I'm out here. Nope. And somehow lives and Trunks' girlfriend's still there. Mm -hmm. Now, you guys know this, right? Mai is Emperor Pilaf's, uh, you know, one of his minions, his assistants, whatever you want to say in the first Dragon Ball. Mm -hmm. And she's like probably around the same age as Bulma in Dragon Ball. So say like 16, 18, somewhere in there. I'm probably a couple years older than Bulma. I think 18. So Dragon Ball Super comes around. They take the whole plot of GT, condense it into one quick joke for Super. And instead of Pilaf accidentally wishing Goku back to being a little kid, he wishes himself and his minions to be back to a little kid, right? So we see Mai, Shu, and Pilaf now running around the capsule court building all goddamn day, like helping out with the dishes and fucking repairing the time machine and fucking doing the laundry and cleaning, whatever. They're always there. They need somewhere to live, probably, and Bulma needs some fucking free labor. So I get it. <laughs> so that would imply that Somehow, in this future timeline, this alternate timeline where Trunks comes back, destroys the androids, takes care of Davida, and then has to fight care, uh, take care of Goku Black, that at some point she got wished back to being a kid again, right? Because she would be older, or as old, maybe a little bit older, than his mom would be in that timeline where she didn't get wished back to being a kid. Unless she did, and we just never see it, and it happens under completely separate circumstances. It's it's weird, and I remember when you know the Battle of Gods movie comes out, and it's you know kid kid Mai and, and kid Trunks. It's like oh cute, and then when the promo artwork came out for this arc, I was like, how the fuck does Mai? How is she? I don't 
How is she like roughly the same age as Trunks? Trunks is probably between like 25 and 30 in this arc. I don't do the Dragon Ball math, age 783 and all that fucking dumb shit. I've got better shit to fucking fill my brain with personally, but how does that math work? I think my is a creepy old lady. <laughs> is what it boils down well, to. Well, even Goku when he became a kid still retained his knowledge. And I'm not saying she didn't, but when the fuck did she get wished back in this alternate timeline to being a kid? Because it's different than the fucking Goku lives through the heart virus, defeats the android, cell, Majin Buu, on down the fucking line. This is ultimately a timeline where Goku doesn't live, and Trunks is the, is Trunks is the quote-unquote Goku, and obviously things haven't gone very well for him because there's like 25 people left in the whole goddamn world. <laughs> Trunks is no good at being the Goku, I, can, no. I guess. <laughs> Uh, at that point in time, Vegeta's like, yo, we've been dicking around for a bit too long, much like we have been on this podcast tonight, but I think we're we're actually doing okay right now. We um, Vegeta says we're dicking around too much. We got to go. We, let's go find this fucking dickhead Goku Black. And they go outside. Vegeta like shoots up a blast into the clouds as you see Goku Black... Uh, going on this monologue overlooking the, the destroyed city like ha 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 I'm about to fuck you guys up I'm real proper I'm gonna kill all you motherfuckers ninja blah 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 mm -hmm. so Vegeta shoots up a shot Black sees it senses it whatever teleports right there and that's when Vegeta steps up he's like yo bitch nah this is my turn him and Goku have the cute little back and forth rock paper scissors I dig the fact that Goku used scissors mainly cause Again, if you're an early Dragon Ball fan, the rock, paper, scissors move is a pretty popular one that Goku employed back then. And whenever you use the scissors technique, he poked motherfuckers in the eyes. So I appreciate <laughs> the, the scissors reference. Uh, if you used rock, I mean, it would have just been a straight old punch in the face. Wouldn't have been as fun. So Vegeta uh, steps to Goku Black and they have an exchange. Goku, uh, excuse me, Vegeta goes SSB right out of the gate and he just starts kicking the shit out of base form Goku Black. Beats him into these round little craters, getting deeper in the earth, deeper and deeper and deeper. And then he's like, what the hell, man? This isn't doing anything. Goku Black walks up out the hole. He's like, haha, you stupid fuck. Look how powerful I am. SSJ, Rose. Pink. And goes on a thing about divine energy and how he's a god and blah, 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 blah. Now, at this point in the timeline, not timeline, at this point in the arc, at this point in the story, we don't know who Goku Black is. Now, everybody kind of theorized Zamasu. It's Zamasu. It must be Zamasu. Zamasu shows up at the end of this episode. Just as he's about to charge up this Kamehameha to blast at Vegeta. Or, excuse me, after he takes care of Vegeta. So, he goes SSJ Rose. Basically makes Vegeta look like an asshole. Uh, matches him punch for punch. And then just breaks the guard real quick and gets that sword right through his chest. It's one of the more iconic moments of, of Dragon Ball Super as a series. Everybody knows that moment where he gets that, whatever, kinetic, synetic fucking sword, spirit sword, uh, evil ass fucking, I'm an evil villain, hand knife mm. thing mm. Uh, through a motherfucker's chest. So it's a real quick part. He falls, but a quick part, but an iconic shot. Um, he falls and then Goku Black goes to charge up this Kamehameha. And then he's, you hear a voice from above, Zamasu. Like fucking Abraham. Yeah, just like out of nowhere, you're like, is that you, God? <laughs> Jesus? Your beam of light shining out. Here's the thing, though. You know who voices Zamasu? No. Morgan Freeman? James. <laughs> James Marsters. 
Do you guys know who James Monsters is? No, but Morgan Freeman would have been a good idea. Hmm. You really think the people at Funimation can afford Morgan Freeman to come in and do a couple Morgan lines Freeman as a master? Morgan God. We all know this. <laughs> no. Anytime a heavenly light opens up from the sky, it should be Morgan Freeman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman, Morgan Freeman. So you guys don't know who James Monsters is? No. Spike from Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fucking Captain Peroxide. My favorite character from Peroxide. Buffy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite character from Buffy, She's hands great. down. Hands down, yards and yards. I'm a big Buffy fan. Um, let's see. Season five is the best season, I think. Um, maybe then season three, then maybe season seven. Uh, then maybe season four, season oh shit, no season two, and then season four, six, one. Buffy Super Dude. Don't make me do a Buffy podcast. <laughs> I almost wanted to do a Buffy podcast, dude. I watched Buffy through and through like fucking four or five times. It's not. I, I realize it's not everybody's cup of tea. It's a fucking uh, a niche kind of show. Um, so okay. I looked into doing one, and I'm like, yo, does a Buffy podcast even exist though? Like, let's be real. Oh, it totally exists. They're just uh-huh. done by a lot of gay people. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I'm like, a little surprised about that. They should be doing Angel. Um, I mean, I'm sure they probably would in just the general Buffy verse. I mean, Angel's a way gayer show. If that's what you're oh yeah, to way. Gayer. <laughs> it's a it's a, ter- it's a I don't like Angel's show. That shit's terrible. That's a badly written show. Oh yeah. Um, but Buffy for the most part's pretty solid. I, it's one of my favorites for sure. But yeah, hosted by a bunch of gay people. So I was like, eh, let's not put the, let's not uh, further the stigma anymore. You already uh, hang out with Carlton too much. Mm. People are wondering what's up. <laughs> Free fuck Carl. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, man. Nicknames. That's how they're born. So the monster is done by James Monsters. He comes down from the clouds at the end and it confirms to Trunks anyway as a character. He's like, all right, well, Goku Black's not Zamasu. There goes that fucking theory. Now, I believe earlier in the arc, when they get wind that this is what's going on, and we again, Mike, we're going to have to go back and watch these so that we have the full fucking story here because I haven't watched it since it aired. Yeah. Um, They go and talk to Beerus and Wiz about how Zamasu ultimately goes on to kill Zawasu in the future, Gowasu in the future, so the, the Kai that he is the apprentice for. And they do they use Weese's little time rewind thing like whatever 10 15 seconds right before he's about to kill the guy and then Beers just goes up and hakai's him in the face and erases him so everyone thinks all right that's going to change the future now that he's been erased from our time here there's no way that he can go on in the future to continue to plague trunks's you know alternate timeline so it was like a question in the fandom for a bit like is that going to work? Is that how it's going to work? Ultimately, no, because the Gwasu that we see after today, this I believe this is the first time we see him since we watched him get erased in the earlier or the later timeline, the timeline where Goku lives, right? So I think this is the first time we've seen him since, and you're like, ah, piss fuck, where'd he come from? Ultimately, it's because you know now the alternate timeline thing isn't affected by Beerus using the Hakai energy on him. Um just because he's a race from one timeline doesn't mean that he doesn't exist within another. And that's one of the messier... I don't think it's messy. I actually think that one actually kind of makes sense. But it opens the door to some larger issues that start to come in slowly throughout this arc. And I'm not sure if uh, we're going to see any in the episode that we're going to watch, episode 57, in a minute. Um, I don't know if they're going to tie in or, or have any additional issues, but... 
the whole alternate timeline thing, the multiple universes, mirroring universes six and seven, it just it's too many goddamn it's, it's too much back and forth. There's just too many questions, and it made for some sloppy writing at points in this arc. And we're going to get to relive it in an, all of its English glory. So, oh, 55, man. <laughs> it's like, why are you British? A little bit. <laughs> we love Sean Shemmel, friend of the show, again. But it's a li- like, I get that Goku Black talks like more proper. He talks like. He's of royalty, like he is a god. It because like Sean Shemmel with a stick up his ass. It does. <laughs> it sounds like Sean Shemmel with a fucking mm. stick up his ass. But kind of gruff, kind of in a lower register than that. Hey, guys, it's me, Goku. Mm. Or whatever the fuck, you know? <laughs> so it's in a lower, rougher register. It's more formal. It's more proper. And then he powers up to Rosé, and it's like got a minor British twinge, I guess. I guess. I don't know. You sound like a butler. <laughs> he sounds like he might bring me breakfast in bed <laughs> and then clean my toilets and lay out fresh linens. <laughs> Sorry, Shemmel. We love you. We don't want to get on the bad side of Shemmel because then he'll go on a fucking Twitter rant about us. <laughs> or, maybe, or maybe we do want to get on the wrong side Wait. of Shemmel. And then he'll go on a Twitter rant about us. Any news. Is Any good news is good news. Any news is good news. So, 56, welcome to Dragon Ball Super Dub. See you guys in the next episode. Shit, is that how we end the show now? I hope not. I didn't even think about They don't. I don't know how we end the show now. Boogie back. Boogie back. Boogie back. Boogie back. Boogie Back? Is what it going to f- be an English Boogie Back? Is Boogie Back already English? I, think, I don't know what's I, going on I'm pretty on sure anymore. Boogie Back was already the ending theme song for the dubs. Nice. Yeah. I think it was, anyway. I could this? be wrong. This one is a stupid one. Oh, the one that was in English you couldn't even listen to more than two lines of? No, I couldn't. Like, put your hands between your face and do an instant transmission all over the place. Actually, I remember. Did you say put your hands between your face? That's basically what they said. Like, I remember the Japanese version of this song. This song is all right. I remember this fucking song, okay? This song's not even that bad. The English version. Ugh. Why bother? Just let the original one play. What the fuck is the harm in that? They, they fucking gave me an English version of the opening song. Don't you want to dream again? Tell me again the dub is better than the sub. Wow, that was the first angry yell for Dragon Ball Super Dub. <laughs> it's basically, I told you guys, it's just gonna be me bitching. Yeah. Um, what the fuck? How does this song end? Let's listen to it. Let's it. No, no, no. This isn't. This is just the same song. I, let's just listen to it in English so we can fucking have a, a quick debate. Don't you want to dream again? I, 
They can at least put the lyrics at the bottom of the video. Right, I can barely read. <laughs> I, I can't do it. I just no, can't. No, do nope. it. You nope. can do it. Nope. Nope. You nope. can do it. Podcast on your side. Let's go. Yes. When the kick on his soda. Something Japanese. <laughs> I can't do it. <sighs> Mitsubishi. Toyota. Sushimi. Fuck it. <laughs> Fuck it. Fuck it. Fuck it. <laughs>